and uh, read a familiar passage of Scripture and uh, try to give you what the Lord's put in our heart for this evening. And I trust you've had a good day today and uh, uh, excited about what the Lord has done for us thus far. Amen. And uh, it's been a good day to be in the Lord's house. And uh, I've said this often of late, uh, last year when COVID hit and everything was shut down for for extended period of time and uh, a lot of churches shut down and, and uh, a lot of people trying to do what they could just to try to reach people. And uh, I remember our home church shut down for, I'm talking about when it all first started, we shut down for a period of time and done online services. And uh, my pastor and I went to the church every, we actually went every, we done it every day. We didn't just do it uh, three times a week. We went every day. Uh, for a couple weeks and had service there at the beginning of it. I mean, just preached online. And uh, but I'm—I'll just be honest with you. After a, uh, a little while of that, I really got to missing church. Amen. And uh, and I mean, uh, just being around God's people and uh, being able to fellowship one with another, uh, I really missed that. I really did. And I said all that to say, say this, I have, in the past, I have taken church for granted, just the privilege and the opportunity to be able to come together and to gather and to fellowship with one another and worship in spirit and truth, amen? And, uh, but I do not want to be guilty of that anymore. I'm thankful to be in the house of God and to be able to gather together, amen? We have the opportunity and the privilege preacher said this morning that there's some uh, some places that are still shut down. Some missionaries are still struggling uh, to try to keep their works going. But the Lord has blessed us and allowed us two services today. What a blessing. Man, I thank the Lord for it. And I praise God for it. And I'm thankful for it today. <clears throat> Luke chapter number 16. If you find your place, would you stand as we read this passage? And again, I want to say it's been my privilege to be here today, and I appreciate all that's been done. I appreciate the hospitality, and uh, I don't have to say this, and, and, uh, but I'm going to say it. The preacher said this morning that uh, an evangelist was a gift to the church. But if you look at the same passage, a pastor is a gift to the church. And Calvary Baptist Church has a tremendous pastor. And I know y'all know that. And uh, never take that for granted, amen. And uh, one fellow said this one time, you ought, to, you ought to pray for your preacher. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You ought to pray for him continually. Yes. Uh, and, and, and I don't, I'm not trying to um, be critical of anyone, but you, you, until you've been in his shoes, you have no idea the battle that a man of God fights in his mind. Uh, sometimes he'll get done preaching and everybody will tell him how wonderful he does. And how it has done. And on the way home, the devil is telling him in his flesh and everything else is beating him up and telling him how. And there's just a battle. And uh, you, if you've never been there, you have no idea. And so you ought to pray for your preacher tonight. And I know you do. Amen. Amen. And then you ought to pay him. Yep. Amen. You ought to take care of the man of God. Yes. And uh, God, you'll net, listen, God will bankrupt heaven to take care of a church that takes care of the man of God. Amen. Yep. But we know that God will never go bankrupt, amen, so we don't have to worry about that. And then you ought to, you ought to protect your preacher. Yes, yes. Amen. And uh, what do you mean by that? Don't let anybody talk about him, That's amen. Right. I appreciate my pastor. I mean, I, I, my pastor, I, I, I've been at my, my church for over 20 years 
My pastor has been my pastor for over 20 years. I went out and pastored myself for, for, a, for about six and a half years. But when I was pastoring, he was still my pastor. And I was calling him all the time, asking, uh, uh, asking him to help me and give me advice and things of that nature. And I appreciate my pastor. Amen. Amen. And uh, I know you don't know my pastor, but let me just say this. If, if, if anybody wants to talk bad about my preacher, they better not talk bad about him to me. That's right. Yes, sir. You're right. Hey. Amen. And if anybody wants to try to talk bad about your preacher, you're not lending my ear. That's right. Amen. You'll take up for the man of God. Amen. That's right. If I kills it, I'd just have to kill it tonight. Amen. And I appreciate the preacher tonight and his family. Appreciate their heart for the Lord. Luke 16, verse number 19, the Bible said, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom, and cried, and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. And then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. And Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither would they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. And let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be in church tonight. Lord, I want to thank you, God, for your many blessings of life. God, I want to thank you for Calvary and the blood of Jesus, God, that cleanses from all sin tonight. Thank you, Lord, for God loving us and caring for us. God, thank you, Lord, for the good uh, songs of Zion that we've already heard tonight. God, the good, sweet spirit of God. Lord, I thank you, God, for these visitors tonight. Lord, I, I appreciate, God, the, uh, those that have come out to church. Lord, what a blessing that is. And, God, I appreciate the efforts that's been put in God, to try to invite people to the house of God. I appreciate, uh, God, just everything you, all, you have done and what you are doing. And God, we're excited about what you're going to do in the future. Lord, I pray, God, you'd help us right now as we try to glean some truths from the Word of God that'll help us in these days. And God, I pray for that one nearest hell tonight. God, I pray tonight would be the night. And God, they'd see their self a guilty sinner. And Lord, they'd come to you in repentance and faith and trust you, God, as their Savior. God, I beg you to do a great work tonight. Bind the forces of hell and the power of Satan that doth hinder. God, I plead the blood tonight. Help your people. God, get glory to yourself, and we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for standing. 
this passage of scripture that we read and you hear tonight is probably some, uh, if you've been in church any time at all, it's probably some of the most familiar, or familiar verses in all your Bible. I mean, listen, uh, uh, there's just some verses that, that we, when we turn to, it's probably nothing that can be said that you've not heard before. If you've been in church any time at all, John 3, 16 would be a verse or a passage much like that. Or maybe Psalm 23 and Luke 16 is one of those passages that probably, again, if you've been in the house of God long at all, you've heard preached on uh, several times. And there's some reasons for that. And one reason is if you study the ministry of the Lord Jesus and what he preached on, he preached on hell more than any subject in all his ministry. Now I think it's interesting when you come to this passage when if you look at the surroundings and the settings of this passage of scripture when Jesus is given this account of the rich man and Lazarus. If you go to chapter number 15, if you would go there just for a moment, I want you to notice that in chapter number 15 Jesus begins a discourse or he begins to speak to a group of people and really that discourse or that speech or that uh, teaching if you will message never ends to Luke chapter number 17 so he starts uh, talking in Luke 15 and he does not stop talking until Luke chapter number 17 and so when you look at Luke 15 and Luke 16 and then the beginning verses of Luke 17 they all go together in other words listen again it's in one sitting it's in uh, one discourse and chapter number 15, we have the great parable of the prodigal son. The Bible said in verse number 1 of chapter 15, and uh, let us just get a glimpse of uh, the people that was there when Jesus gave uh, uh, this uh, discourse or uh, this message about uh, uh, eternity and hell. Look what the Bible said in Luke chapter number 15 and verse number 1. The Bible said, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him and the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And but the Bible said in verse number three, and he spake this parable unto them, saying, and So what was going on? And the Bible said that these publicans and sinners gathered together to hear the Lord Jesus Christ. They were interested in what he had to say. And so they gathered together to hear him. They were interested in, uh, listen, his teachings. They were interested in what he was doing and then how the Bible tells in verse number two that these Pharisees and scribes murmured. They were upset that Jesus would allow these uh, publicans and sinners in his presence and they made this statement. They said, this man receiveth sinners. Now they're not saying that to brag upon, brag upon him or to commend him but rather they were uh, criticizing him. They uh, Listen, they were... Uh, 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 given words of sarcasm when they said this man receiveth sinners and so these publicans and, and these Pharisees excuse me and these scribes were upset that Jesus and uh, was interested in sinners and so in Luke chapter number 15 Jesus gives a parable of three parts he talks about a lost sheep and a lost silver and a lost son and I don't have time to preach on all that but uh, friend listen if you look at the context in Luke chapter number 15, it's about lost things. Amen. 
And listen, the teaching of Luke chapter number 15 is this, how that Jesus is interested in sinners, amen? And Luke chapter number 15, what you'll have is you'll have a picture of salvation and what we will see in Luke chapter number 15 is this, how we'll see God the Son, how we'll see God the Spirit, and you'll see God the Father all at work to produce salvation, amen? How the Bible talks about in verse chapter number 15, and verse number four, he said, what manner of man, man of you having a hundred sheep, if you lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine. So he talks about a shepherd going after the sheep. How can I tell you that is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. How friend, what did he do? He left the portals of glory. And listen, he left where he was and came to this sinful, uh, this sin-cursed world that he might redeem fallen man. 